Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. A boss has the title, a leader has the people. That is a quote from Simon Sinek. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. I often invite questions from people, and since beginning this podcast, I have received far more comments and questions than ever before, which is one of the main reasons I wanted to do this in the first place. One question I get a lot is for my take on the difference between a manager or boss and a leader. If you were to open up now LinkedIn and scroll, I am sure you would see an infographic detailing the differences between both of them, or a quote from someone positively calling out leaders and the differences they make. Well, first things first. For me, what we're not talking about is a job title. These are just labels. Just because you have the title of a team leader, it may or may not mean you display the characteristics of a leader and vice versa. A number of organizations have area, team, senior, or general managers. But the people completing these roles could also be described as leaders. So a job title does not make the person. It is the person that makes the job. I've worked in a number of organizations and some of the best leaders I've worked with have been of all various grades within the hierarchy. In a previous podcast, I mentioned that if you're a senior manager or a director and have worked in an organization for a period of time, then the environment your people work has been co-created by you or you are partly, if not wholly responsible for it. How you engage with your people, how you manage performance can all impact how others do these things too. So if you are not happy with something, you may need to acknowledge that you need to change first before anyone else will change. So what is a leader in my eyes? How can I answer the question that I've been posed? Well, to explain this, I'm going to pick three differences that I think are key. There are more than this, and you, are, you probably have some of your own, and you may also disagree with the three that I have. And I think that, that's the key. What what's one person sees as a leader may not be the same as somebody else. There are a number of leaders out there in the world that have a, a significant following. And what one person looks up to and is inspired by may and often does differ from another person. So the three things that I've chosen, the first one is leaders create a vision, managers create goals. So close your eyes, imagine a mountain. And on that mountain, imagine some people halfway up. 
those are what I'm determining as leaders or managers. There's a group of people halfway up this mountain and the leaders in that group, they look outwards and they aim to get others to see what they can see and exactly where they are going on their journey up the mountain. Where managers typically look either sideways or downwards and look after where they are. So that's the first one. So leaders create a vision, managers create goals. The second one, leaders coach and managers direct. So leaders know that people who work for them have the answers or they are able to find them. They see their people as competent and are optimistic about their potential. They develop their potential and they can see exactly what they can offer. They resist temptation to tell people what to do and how to do it. Managers, though, they assign the tasks and provide guidance on how to accomplish them using the measures of sticks to drive performance. Leaders use measures to identify opportunities. That's a key difference that leaders use measures to identify opportunities where managers use measures to drive performance. That's the first two. And then the third one is leaders create fans and inspire and managers have employees. So if you think back through your career, how many of the people that you have worked for or with do you remember? And for what reasons do you remember them? Generally, when I've asked this question in the past, it's people who've had the biggest impact on somebody's life, on somebody's career, that people identify as good leaders. Leaders, I guess, go, go beyond this as well. You could call them raving fans. So how many people that you've worked for would you write a recommendation for? Would you endorse for something? Or if they rang you, would you want to go and help them? So the people that you've worked with or for in the past that you are a fan of and that have inspired you could be deemed as good leaders. Managers, though, they have employees. So 80% of the people on a team are deemed as an employee and may not be inspired by a particular manager. Managers have staff who follow directions and seek to please the boss. And that really is a fundamental difference between the two. I've had a number of managers who I've fully bought into their vision, fully bought into the direction that they're going, and I've wanted to follow them. Whereas other people... And, and, and I've been guilty of this as well. I've been on other teams with working for other managers who I've just wanted to do what they've wanted me to do. Follow direction and seek to please them. Deliver them what they've needed um, to survive the day and to get to where we needed to as a team. You may have uh, remembered from um, earlier podcasts that I've got my five Ds, desire, discover, dedication, deliberate action, and delivery. And when I thought about this, I think you can also use these five Ds to help describe a leader. So the first one, desire. A leader has the desire to improve themselves and others. Second one, discover. A leader discovers the opportunities by listening to others and visiting 
the workplace. Third one, dedication. A leader has a commitment and dedication to keep going. And then deliberate action. A leader can identify and inspire people to focus on the deliberate actions that are required. And the fifth one, a, a leader has the greatest chance of delivering in the longer term. So they look at the, the bigger picture. They want to take you to the final destination, to your desired outcome. And they have the greatest opportunity to deliver. So I guess to summarize, when I was growing up, like any new spotty teenage boy, I spent far longer than I like to admit on a computer, staring at what can only be described as figures. And what I mean by that, like most, I was playing championship manager and championship manager overtook my life. The purpose of this game was to, to pick a football team and to manage that team um, to, to win the league, to win the cup, to get promoted. And to do that, you had to look at the stats of all of the teams and all of the players. And each player scored out of 100 for different attributes, whether that be shooting, whether that be passing, whether that be heading, whether that be defending. And then the aim of the game was to buy those players who on paper could improve the team. I was appointed as a football manager. Using this data, these numbers, the stats, and the formations I chose to play them in to hopefully beat the opposition. However, what I couldn't do was talk to, engage with, or in inspire these players. I couldn't tell them stories. I couldn't give them a team talk. I couldn't share with them my vision for the team. Yes, I know it was only a game, but it was called Championship Manager, not championship leader. So that for me is the difference between the two. What is it that you use to drive the performance of your team? Is it numbers? Is it data? Is it stats? Is it measures? Or do you use you and your ability to see, hear and engage your people? My career has, has taken me to this position as a as a management consultant and when I was creating and preparing for this podcast I questioned whether management consultant was the right phrase and the right title for what it is that I do so a question for, for other management consultants are you a management consultant are you a leadership consultant. What is the role and how do you help and develop others? So thinking back to championship manager and not championship leader, do you use the numbers, the data, the stats, the measures, or do you use you and your ability to see, hear, engage? Are you a management consultant? Are you a leadership consultant? Are you a team leader? Are you a team manager? The job title that you do does not define you. It is you as an individual that defines your direction and what you want to achieve. So as always, I'd be keen for your thoughts on this. At any point I've raised here, 
You know how to get in, in contact with me via LinkedIn or via my website, www.leehorn.com. Thanks very much, and we'll catch up next week. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.